Well, hello everyone. Again, this festive time of the year, we celebrate mutilation, death, and stabbing of a unnecessary Messiah figure. I'm going to be reading for this article a whole section out of the very, very uh, famous, and at one time this book was number six all-time Amazon when it came out on the bestseller list by Timothy Freak and Peter Gandy. Um, the book is entitled The Jesus Mysteries. was the original Jesus, a pagan god. On the cover, it has a talisman of Orpheus. A lot of people mistake for the crucified uh, Savior, Jesus. So I'm going to be reading in a section entitled The Diabolical Mimicry, and this is under the subheading of Easter. Timely reading. And here we go. In the 4th century, an anonymous author tells us that Christians and followers of the mystery god-man Attis, spelled A-T-T-I-S, were both struck by the remarkable coincidence between the death and resurrection of their respective deities. This gave rise to bitter controversy between the adherents of the rival religions. The pagans contended that the resurrection of Christ was a spurious imitation of the resurrection of Attis, and the Christians that the resurrection of Attis was a diabolical counterfeit of the resurrection of Christ. The Megalensia, spelled M-E-G-A-L-E-N-S-I-A, was a spring festival in the mysteries of Attis, which, like Easter, lasted for three days. During this time, the myth of Attis was performed as a passion play, just as the story of Jesus was performed as one, a passion play as well in the Middle Ages. An effigy of the corpse of Attis was tied to a sacred pine tree and decorated with flowers sacred to both Attis and his Syrian counterpart, Adonis, spelled A-D-O-N-I-S. It was then buried in a sepulcher. But like Jesus, on the third day, Attis rose again. In the darkness of the night, a light was brought to his open grave, while the presiding priest anointed the lips of the initiates with holy oil, comforting them with the words, quote, to you likewise, there shall come salvation from your trouble, unquote. The mythologist Sir James Fraser writes, and that's F-R-A-Z-E-R, quote, But when night had fallen, the sorrow of the worshippers was turned to joy, for suddenly a light shone in the darkness. The tomb was opened. The God had risen from the dead. And as the priest touched the lips of the weeping mourners with balm, he softly whispered in their ears the glad tidings of salvation. The resurrection of the God was hailed by his disciples as a promise that they too would issue triumphantly from the corruption of the grave. On the morrow, the 25th day of March, which was reckoned the vernal equinox, the, the divine resurrection was celebrated with a wild outburst of glee. At Rome, and probably elsewhere, the celebration took the form of a carnival. It was the festival of joy, or hilaria. 
spelled H-I-L-A-R-I-A. According to an ancient and widespread Christian tradition, Jesus died on March 25, the same day that the resurrection of Attis was officially celebrated at Rome. However, another ancient Christian tradition reported by the church, Father Lactantius, spelled L-A-C-T-A-N-T-I-U-S, places the death of Christ on 23 March and his resurrection on 25 March, which coincides exactly with the death and resurrection of Attis. The Anthesteria, spelled A-N-T-H-E-S-T-E-R-I-A, the spring festival of the Mysteries of Dionysus, spelled D-I-O-N-Y-S-U-S, was another three-day festival of which one modern authority comments, quote, a certain similarity with the sequence of Good Friday and Easter cannot be overlooked, unquote. Easter rites observed in Greece, Sicily, and southern Italy still bear a striking resemblance of the mystery rites of Adonis. At the festival of Adonis, the air was infused with sweet aromas of incense filled with loud lamentation at the death of the God-man. The embalmed image of Adonis was then laid in a coffin and borne to his grave, but the faithful afterwards consoled themselves with the assurance that the God-man was alive. The pagan writer Lucian records, and that spelled L-U-C-I-A-N, quote, they make offerings to Adonis as to one dead, and the day after the morrow they tell the story that he lives. Unquote. In the Gospels, we are told that Jesus' corpse was wrapped in a linen sheet and anointed with more than a half a hundred weight of a mixture of myrrh and aloes. According to Plutarch, a representation of Osiris was also wrapped with linen and anointed with myrrh. Likewise, in the mysteries of Adonis, an image of the corpse of the God-man was washed anointed with spices and wrapped around with linen or wool. After his death, Jesus descends to hell, then resurrects on the third day. Plutarch, spelled P-L-U-T-A-R-C-H, tells us that Osiris, spelled O-S-I-R-I-S, likewise is said to have descended to hell and then arisen from the dead on the third day. An ancient Egyptian inscription promises an initiate that he will also be resurrected with his Lord. Quote, as truly as Osiris lives, shall he live. As truly as Osiris is not dead, shall he not die. Unquote. Having resurrected, Jesus ascends to heaven. The church father Origen refers to Osiris as a young god who was restored to life and went up to heaven. In the Mysteries of Adonis, Initius annually mourned the death of the God-man with the shrill notes of the flute, weeping and beating of breasts. But on the third day, he was believed to be resurrected and ascended up to heaven in the presence of his worshippers. According to some myths acted out as part of the Mysteries of Dionysus, shortly after his death, also rose from the grave and ascended to heaven. In the Mysteries of Mithras, spelled M-I-T-H-R-A-S, initiates enacted a similar resurrection scene. Having accomplished his mission on earth, 
Mithras was said to have ascended to heaven in a sun chariot, like Jesus who sits at the right hand of the Father after his ascension, Mithras was believed to have been enthroned by the God of light as ruler of the world. Also like Jesus, Mithras was said to be waiting in heaven for the end of time when he would return to earth to awaken the dead and pass judgment. Echoes of these mythological motifs are once again found in the legends of the sages of the mysteries. Seneca, spelled S-E-N-E-C-A, tells us that, like Jesus, the philosopher Canus foretold that he would reappear three days after his death and did indeed return from the grave to one of his friends to discourse on their survival of the spirit. Heraclides, spelled H-E-R-A-C-L-I-D-E-S, tells us that after a banquet to celebrate one of Empedocles, spelled E-M-P-E-D-O-C-L-E-S, miracles, the great sage suddenly ascended to heaven, accompanied by glorious celestial lights. It was said that Pythagoras, spelled P-Y-T-H-A-G-O-R-A-S, descended to Hades in search of wisdom, and after his death, reappeared to his disciples and ascended into heaven. The ritual sequence of death, descent into the underworld, and regeneration is known to have been an important analogy of initiation in the Pythagorean mysteries from the earliest times. Given all these dying, resurrecting, and ascending pagan godmen and sages, it is not surprising to find Celsus, spelled C-E-L-S-U-S, indignant at Christian claims that Jesus is unique, little interpretation of what to him are obviously myths, writing, quote, is your belief based on the fact that this Jesus told in advance that he would rise again after his death, that your story includes his predictions of triumphing over the grave? Well, let it be so. Let's assume for the present that he foretold his resurrection. Are you ignorant of the multitudes who have invented similar tales to lead simple-minded hearers astray? And I'll add, click hearers here. It is said that Zamalix, spelled Z-A-M-O-L-I-X, Pythagoras's servant, the Scythians, spelled S-C-Y-T-H-I-A-N-S, that he had risen from the dead, having hidden himself away in a cave for several years, and what about Pythagoras himself in Italy, or Famsinitus, spelled P-H-A-M-P-S-I-N-I-T-U-S, in Egypt? What about Orpheus among the Odrysians, spelled O-D-R-Y-S-I-A-N-S, Protesilus, spelled P-R-O-T-E-S-I-L-A-U-S, in Thessaly? spelled T-H-E-S-S-A-L-Y, and above all, Heracles and Theseus. But quite apart from all these risings from the dead, we must look carefully at the question of the resurrection of the body as a possibility given to mortals. Doubtless, you will freely admit that these other stories are legends, even as they appear to me, but you will go on to say that your resurrection story, this climax to your tragedy, is believable. Again, this is a reading from Timothy Freak and Peter Gandy's book about 20 years ago. It was a bestseller on Amazon. 
entitled The Jesus Mysteries was the original Jesus, the pagan God. I encourage you to obtain a copy if you've not already and read the fascinating information they've uncovered all about this myth of Christ and refer to episode 20 on this podcast. Click here for the episode entitled The Christ Myth Theory. Happy Easter, everyone. Just want to know the truth. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, please do so by submitting a donation via email to paypal at clickyourpodcast.protonmail.com. You can also go to our store, soon to be created, and purchase Click Your Merchandise. That's coming real soon. Thanks for tuning in, and thank you for being a Click Here listener. Art Stimmel here saying goodbye and grab that truth. By the um, bullhorns. You're listening to the Click Here podcast, brought to you by New Airwaves Audio Productions. Mm-hmm.